Welcome to Finding Myself Through Obesity podcast. Come with me on my journey to discovering how to lose 150 pounds a whole new way. We can learn how to truly connect with our souls. We can uncover layers of beliefs that aren't serving us anymore so that we can let go of the weight for good. Welcome to Finding Myself Through Obesity. We are on episode 21, and I'm going to be continuing the talk about abundance. There is a lot of fear that I've had around money for a long time, and this is something that I am just ready to dive into and to figure out. And so I have a couple of things that I wanted to share. The first one is that I had something come up for me. So last week in my episode, I talked about the fear that I had about when the money was starting to run out and I would be afraid that I couldn't feed myself. And all of a sudden, I had this thought about me when I was a little girl. I was eight, nine, ten, I'm not sure, but I would steal money from my sister so that I could buy me candy at the store. I approached my mentor about this. I said, is there a connection between me taking money to buy myself food when I was a little girl and the connection I have with me now wanting to have money to make sure I can buy myself food now. For some reason, I didn't think that there was a connection with that because I thought, oh, well, I'm eating because I'm big and I need to feed myself. I need to feed that addiction. But what if it was the same drive back then when I was a little girl? Now I'm thinking that if I was born in this day of age, I probably would have been an overweight little girl. My family didn't have a lot of junk food available to us when I was growing up. We had a farm. My dad actually milked a cow, so we had our own cheese and butter and we had a garden and we ate lots of fresh fruits and vegetables. And I remember not even having soda very often or sugar cereal, but I do remember really having this drive to get candy for myself at the bus stop. Well, I'm trying to connect the dots because maybe this isn't an issue of me needing to feed myself now just because I'm big. Maybe this is something that's deeper. I was wondering if there was some kind of a reason or if there was like a thing that I had to do about it or if I had to figure out why. So I told my mentor about what was coming up for me. Maybe it had something to do with my childhood and she gave me an exercise to do and I really think it's helped me this week. So she told me to do the hope no no I think is what it is but it's a deep healing exercise and so what she told me to do was to go back to that little girl when she was going into her sister's room to steal that money and sit with her and she says close your eyes picture her face and allow you to speak these words to her and so I did that and I could picture her and I said Alicia I'm sorry that you feel like you need to steal this money I'm sorry that you're hungry I'm sorry that your needs aren't being met right now I'm sorry that you feel like there's more that you need to have in your life that you don't feel complete or full. Then the next thing she said to do was move on to, Alicia, I forgive you for taking that money. I forgive you for doing whatever it took to get those needs met. I forgive you for stealing money from people. I forgive you for stealing candy at that store. 
And I had a lot of things come up that I had done that were dishonest, that had to do with making sure I had money so that I could buy food. Anything that I did that was dishonest that had to do with money and kind of like hoarding money just so that I could have the ability to buy this food. It's interesting how I was identifying as this good girl who did everything right, but for some reason I didn't have a conscience for things that I didn't get caught for, if that makes sense. So I'm really working on that. And then the next thing was, Alicia, I thank you for. And so I was able to sit there and say, Alicia, I thank you for being so loving. I thank you for for doing what you had to to make sure that your needs are met. And I'm not exactly sure what I said. I didn't write it down, but it was very powerful. So I'm kind of just reliving it with my eyes closed and going through to that girl and trying to heal that guilt that I have and that need for this dishonesty and this scarcity mindset that I have around buying myself food. Then the last part of this little exercise is you say, Alicia, I love you. And you sit in the feeling of love for her. Give her the love that no one gave her back then, the love that she was wanting and needing that she felt like she wasn't getting. And so there's four steps. I'm sorry. I forgive you. I thank you and I love you. And I'm so grateful for that. It was very healing for me. I don't know. I think that I felt like there was a deeper reason. But maybe I just wasn't getting my needs met. And that food was a substitute for that. And that my food addiction and my overeating stems from that little girl found a way to get those needs met. And she felt good when she had candy and she felt good when she ate sugar. And it taught her that this was the way that we get through these moments. Another thing that happened to me is that I was probably like eight or nine and my parents left me at a gas station in California. And we had seven kids in our family and so I'm sure it was hard for them to keep up with everyone, but I was looking around and I remember just not being able to find them. We're just like, oh no, where are they? So I went to the lady at the cash register and I said, I can't find my family. And and she says, I'm sorry. And she took care of me and she gave me this ice cream cone. And the reason why I'm sharing this story is because it's interesting as I look back at that moment, I don't think about the scare or the fear of my parents leaving me. I had a confidence that they were coming back to get me. I I knew that they loved me. But what I remember about that moment was the ice cream cone, sitting on the bench in front of that little store and eating an ice cream cone. And the reason why I think that is so impactful is because it just shows how powerful that ice cream, that sugar, the food was to feed me what I was needing in that moment. Angel giving me this idea to reconcile with myself, with the little girl inside of me, to forgive her and to let her know that she doesn't have to turn to that anymore, that I'm here for her, that I love her, that I'm showing up for her now. It is so powerful. The next assignment she gave me was the Deepak Chopra 21-day abundance meditation, and I'm on day four now. The last thing that I wanted to share today is that after doing this healing work in my childhood, it made me realize 
that I could see abundance as being like this circle and the circle is constantly turning all the time. And every single time I would take something, that circle would have a fracture. The rotation would have a fracture. So the law of abundance is, is you're going to give and then it's going to come back to you and you're going to receive and you're going to give and receive. And I was constantly taking and I didn't realize that I was fracturing that constant return for me and no wonder why I have always struggled with money. I'm not freely giving and allowing it to come back. And then it made me realize that I did the same thing with love. I had to be the best. I had to be the favorite. If I wasn't everything to you, I was nothing to you. And I was thinking how much more happy my life could have been if I would have known that I could give love and I could expand it. I could have invited my sister to join in on this love that I am feeling and share the love with her instead of taking it all. I just realized that it's the same thing. This abundance is not just with money, it was with everything. I felt like it was so scarce that I had to fight for attention, I had to fight for love, I had to fight to feed myself. And I was never hungry. My, We never went hungry. My family always had food, but it was these certain foods that I was looking for to feed the needs that I had for some reason, those emotions that were not being met. And I had a little moment with my eight-year-old self. I asked her if there was anything she wanted to tell me. And she says, I just want to be seen. And she was explaining to me that she was put inside of this box and that her personality and who she is doesn't fit in that box and that she had to shrink herself down to fit into that box. It just makes sense to me. And that's why I love this work because I'm learning to trust myself. I'm learning to listen to myself. And I'm learning that I'm not just crazy. Things happen for a reason. I'm eating for a reason. Even though those reasons were lies and they weren't even serving me, I have to forgive myself and be kind and compassionate to me because I didn't know any different. I didn't know how to get through those moments in any other way. And so I'm grateful that I could say, Alicia, I'm sorry for all the things that you were feeling that I didn't give you, that I wasn't taught to be able to give to you, that you looked for in other people. And Alicia, I forgive you for all the things you did to survive, all the things that you did that you felt guilt for, that you held on to, that you tried to cover up and hide the things that you felt shame for, but you never could bring to the surface. And Alicia, I thank you for taking care of yourself and continually showing up. And I thank you for your big heart and for your ability to love. I love the compassion and the care that you have for other people. I love that you are getting out of that box and that you're exploring and seeing what else there is for you in this world. I'm grateful you didn't give up and you kept searching for answers. So thank you to the little me. I have had some amazing experiences this past week since I did this work. 
When I have fear around money, I just picture this circle in front of me. I picture my arms out to God saying I'm ready to receive. And I picture that I have to flow out to have it come back to me. And I remind myself, I choose to stay honest. I choose to stay grateful. I choose to believe that there is more out there for me. I choose to let go of the fear and trust that God knows what he's doing. I'm going to try not to fracture that circle and that flow of abundance. And it's not about perfection. It's about coming back to alignment when you find yourself back in your old patterns or find yourself in a fear place again. It's just a reminder to come back to center. And I am feeling so hopeful. I'm feeling a change inside of me. And I knew that this layer was here and I knew that there was, I'm sure there's more underneath that, but this is really feels good to let go of this layer, to get to the bottom of it and, and see that it's just something I needed to release. So this week, let's think about what is it that we can give, that we can share with other people, that will invite people to come along with us on that journey, that we can expand either financially or we can expand the love circle and we can invite more people and we can make that circle of abundance bigger and bigger and bless more and more people. If you have a couple of minutes that you can do a review, I would be so grateful. I would love any of your feedback. So thanks, you guys. I hope you have the most amazing week full of love, happiness, and joy. I'm trying to hold my breath Let it stay this way Can't let this moment end You set off a dream in me Getting louder now Can you hear it echoing? Take my hand Will you share this with me? Cause darling, without you All the shine of a thousand spotlights All the stars we steal from the night sky Will never be